You're listening to Illuminate Your Practice, a podcast designed for docs on a mission to align their life and practice. I'm your host, Dr. Christy Wick. I'm a practicing chiropractor, CEO, mom boss, and interior design junkie. I've worked with hundreds of DCs to grow their practices with patients they love, teams that are loyal, and profits that continue to grow. I think we can all agree that your practice isn't truly thriving until your life and business are coexisting in harmony. So if you're ready to bring your whole self to practice, you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Illuminate Your Practice. Christy here. So I need to do the podcast thing today and read you a little review because it's getting close to the end of the year, which means this podcast is coming up on its one-year anniversary. (laughs) Wow, that flew by. It feels like I just started this, (laughs) honestly. So... I would absolutely love, I have a goal in mind of how many reviews I'd love to get to on Apple by the end of the year. And I would love your help. So if you have been listening in and you have been enjoying and you can head on over to Apple and leave me a five-star review with your thoughts, that'd be awesome because I'm going to be better about reading them on the podcast. And what I'm going to do is I will shout out your username. So the one I'm going to read today, listen up. And then like when I read your podcast on air, you should absolutely send me a DM on the gram and I'll send you some fun Cairo swag. So today's review is the subject is worth your time. And the person's handle is for reeks. F-O-R-R-E-A-K-S. So if that's you, send me a DM. It says, I wasn't into podcasts at all, but after finding something and someone that resonates with me, I could listen all day. Even as a new graduate, I feel like I've gained some very insightful knowledge. Mm, Thanks so much for reeks. I love your handle. And definitely, I would love to connect. So make sure you shoot me a message. And I will be reading some more of our great reviews in the next few weeks as we work towards, I'm just going to share the goal. Like right now, I think I have 56 reviews. I'd love to get to 100 by the end of the year. Can you help a girl out? That'd be awesome. All right. So today's a story time episode. And it is specifically about a physical symptom that has an energetic cause in my life. And I wanted to bring this up because I find that oftentimes as providers, we have so much knowledge that I know in my life, it can become overwhelming to know where to start. You know, I was actually just talking to my acupuncturist about this like 30 minutes ago. (laughs) You know, who to listen to. Like you have so many good ideas and thoughts of what potentially might be going on with something with your own health or maybe someone in your family's health that sometimes it just becomes like a discombobulated mess, at least for me. 
definitely would be interested to hear if any of you feel the same. But I have a very specific symptom that I haven't um, ever talked about like publicly. And so, and not that it's embarrassing or anything, it's not, but like, I think there's such a lesson in this. And I'm actually really interested to hear if any of you have something similar going on, because as I have grown in adulthood, I have really learned that a lot of things that we perpetually experience in our life have an energetic cause. At least this is my belief. And so specifically today, I'm going to be talking to you about shortness of breath in my life and where I feel like that comes from. Because A, potentially might be really relevant for you actually in the same realm. And B, there may be a lesson for you with another, something that's just continually popping up that you haven't taken the time to really examine the energy with which that may be rooted. So I want to just share the backstory on this. So about like... I don't know, I'm terrible with time, probably like five years ago, this has been a long time, I started noticing that I would kind of feel like starved for oxygen throughout the day to the point where, it's funny because I'm talking about this and it's happening right now. Like when I do a lot of speaking and obviously when I'm in an adjusting shift, there's a lot of talking that happens continuously So I honestly have, I started to notice that I was just feeling like I couldn't catch my breath. I wasn't able to take a deep breath. And so the more that my week involved talking, so as I started doing more calls and, you know, having a lot of coaching stuff and tons of meetings, and obviously, like I just talked about patient care, you know, discussing things with them all the time. I would constantly feel like I wasn't breathing. And it's pretty like scary feeling when you're like, (gasps) like you feel like you are exerting yourself so much, but you're not. You're literally just talking. And I definitely feel that this has ebbed and flowed, like it has been much worse at times and then it will get better at times. But I never really decided to pay attention (laughs) to like any specific patterns of this aside from the whole speaking, you know, thing being a trigger. And to be honest, I do feel like I just kind of wrote it off as that I am fluffy, (laughs) You know, I am pleasantly plump and I have struggled with my weight my entire life, basically since I was 10. If you didn't listen to the episode about my weight and how I have learned a lot with that as a practitioner, I don't have the episode number offhand, but we will put it in the show notes. We'll link that episode to the show notes because we, I had a lot of people that reached out after that one who have dealt with similar things. So Anyway, this shortness of breath, I was like, okay, I'm just like, I'm just out of shape, which is also kind of an interesting thought process because I work out a lot. (laughs) So I'm actually not that out of shape. But I just was like, whatever, it's happening. 
I am not going to tune into the pattern. I'm not going to figure it out, whatever. But then over the last year, this particular symptom has ramped up in conjunction with a lot of my other systemic things. So again, I've shared this on the podcast before. I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme at the beginning of this year. And I have several co-infections that my Lyme expert says is like the quote-unquote trifecta for breathing. And it's interesting because then I just like went full on like medical and was like, okay, well, it's just a pathogenic cause. Like that's what's been going on this whole time. Again, kind of wrote it off and didn't like introspectively ask myself if there was something else going on. That leads me to now. So in the last few weeks, I've really been tuning into this breath situation because I honestly feel like it's an energetic like universal clue for me. And I don't know what triggered me to want to look at the patterns or look at it more deeply. I wish I did because I would love to kind of repeat that regularly for other things in my life. But regardless, I've been basically analyzing it, but with an, you know, intuition component. And what I found is I think I've been holding my breath for most of my life. I think it has just been getting progressively more noticeable. And I think it has a few root causes that I'm going to share with you because again, you know, this episode is about a physical symptom you may have that is coming from an energetic cause. And I think that as chiropractors, especially, we need to be tuned into this for ourselves so that we can help our patients tune into these extra layers as well. I mean, again, I was just talking to my acupuncturist about this and I find like the Eastern healing thought process of all of this so interesting because it's so respectful to mother nature. It's looking to all the patterns that have already existed in the way of the world and applying them to our bodies because we truly are just one small piece of the puzzle. And I just was soaking up listening to her talk to me about wind just now and you know how that is likely a big component of what is going on with my breathing. And I just think it's it's such an underutilized tool to just introspectively ask yourself what energetically may be playing a role in this. So when I turned inward for my shortness of breath over the last few weeks, I got this really strong message that I have been holding my breath for a long time because I don't like to take up space. I'm like, obviously that was an awkward chuckle. It's not funny. It's not. But when we talk about this stuff, it's like, oh, this is really, this is really getting to a place that I just feel like we never talk about. So when I say I don't like to take up space, I mean, I am totally that person who, in a lot of cases, will just let something go in a particular situation 
because I don't want to have like the awkward conversation or I don't want to inconvenience someone. I mean, don't get me wrong. It definitely depends on the situation. I'm still a driver and I'm, I still can be demanding in certain areas of my life. But I would say, especially just like on the personal side of things, I just don't like to be the center of attention. And so honestly, holding my breath has come from that. I truly do believe that energetically that is where it started probably way back when. I certainly am not ignoring the fact that like pathogenically, it certainly could be related to Lyme and the other things as well, but I think it started there. And then beyond that, I think when I started as a chiropractor, being in someone else's physical space, I am always so intentional during the process of an adjustment. And I have trained myself to like not on purpose, obviously, but like my body has ended up this pattern that I hold my breath when I'm adjusting because A, I'm in someone else's like space and I don't want to take up space. Okay, that's number one. And B, look at me going back before A, B, one, two. I love you guys. Thanks for being <laughs> there with me. But also, um, I think I'm so like, tuned into what I'm there to do that I kind of forget about my own needs. And a lot of it, I think, also has come from like the power and the core part of adjusting. Like I'm always really tuned into my core and I'm tuned into where the intention comes from with my adjusting. And so that also has led me to hold my breath. So I have noticed in the last little bit here that I hold my breath almost the whole time I'm adjusting someone. It's wild. And it has gotten so much worse with what is going on in our world. Um, you know, so when we busted out the thing that we had to wear on our face for a while, oh, it got so much worse. And obviously now, you know, we're no longer doing that in our practice, but I still feel that underlying thought process of like, don't, right? I mean, everyone's so afraid of everyone else right now. And so again, you know, being in someone else's physical space, I feel like my normal pattern of holding my breath due to intention has amplified dramatically as of late. So such an interesting chain of revelations that has really honestly been hard to process. I'm just like, my body needs to breathe. I need to oxygenate. I need to spend time figuring out how to break this cycle. And, you know, I've invested in breath work basically, I'm going to call them experiments in my life in the past and trying to do like structured breath work literally makes me panicky because of this long standing pattern of holding my breath. And it's funny because all of the other like holistic providers in my life, like I'm thinking of my 
beautiful, wonderful massage therapist who's been my friend for like over a decade. And every time she is giving me a massage, she's like, dude, (laughs) can you breathe? Whoa. And it's so fascinating how I have created this actual physical like neuroplastic pattern in response to a you know multiple cascade of things in my life and i think it's such a teaching moment for me to just look at where that has come from and try to kind of retrace my steps if you will so that i can figure out a way to honor the energetic cause while still hopefully improving the physical symptom. I'm still very, very much in the thick of figuring out how to to work on this. So I think one of the key steps that I most recently did that I'm going to just throw out there because it was really magical for me and it was interesting. I just returned from a mastermind retreat, my own um, mastermind retreat. So I talked about Camp Illuminate on the the podcast. So not Camp Illuminate. I literally <laughs> finished Camp Illuminate. And then I went to my own mastermind retreat as a client with the mastermind that I am in with Kate Northrup. So I just got back from there not even a week ago. And she had us do this amazing labyrinth walk This is a thing, apparently, I was not aware of. I had not heard of it. So for those of you that are more in the, you know, kind of woo-woo world, you probably know all about this. But basically, the point of the labyrinth walk is you, you know, follow the path to the center. You consciously choose something you want to leave in the center, and then you walk back out in the pattern without it. And so you could obviously choose anything. And it's really interesting because I chose to leave shortness of breath in the middle, mainly because I feel like it is the thing that A, not only is like scary for me physically in a day-to-day right now, that's like the immediate need, but ultimately it is the depiction, it's the representation of this long-standing belief that who I am and how I show up in the world is too much for most people. So I think it's really, really important for you to come up with, if you feel like there is something, there's some sort of physical representation of an energy in your life that you'd like to release, or maybe not. Maybe there's just a specific energy or thought process or belief pattern that you want to release. I think the act of doing that labyrinth walk in conjunction with this was so powerful for me. There was something about just the atmosphere and the intention of it all that made it really clear how important it was going to be for my next step to release this. And I would absolutely love to do this releasing together. 
because I would bet that there are at least half of you on the call that resonate with what I just said as far as, you know, the longstanding belief that who I am in my most abundant, most authentic form is too much for most people. I would bet that if many of you went back and consulted like your eight-year-old self, you would feel similar. And I really feel strongly that as women, this is one of the greatest gifts we can give future generations is to figure out how to create authentic expression without feeling like we got to hold our breath in the process because just our presence might be triggering to someone else or just our thoughts or just our beliefs, just our being, just our breathing. Wow. Like just saying that out loud, like my breathing might be a trigger for someone else. Obviously, in the world we live in today, it hits so much harder than it ever could before. But I want to invite all of you to really just assess if there's something going on with you that you feel is coming out physically that if we would take some time to assess, take some time to release, come up with a game plan, if you will, to look at those patterns and figure out how to rewrite the story. I think it's so powerful to create an opportunity to examine that. So join me. Join me in examining. Join me in releasing. And I am so excited to be able to hear a little bit of each of your stories with regard to this topic, because I do firmly believe that when we can collaborate as a community on things like this, it makes it so much easier to get the results that we desire. So that's my story for you today. I'm sure you probably are thinking about your breathing right now, as you should. So if you have even 30 seconds before you have to rush off to your next thing, just put your hand on your heart, put your other hand on your stomach, and take a few deep cleansing breaths while you think about this topic and you take your intention and look introspectively at what lesson may be here for you today. Until next time, talk to you soon. Have a great day.